Hello and welcome to Wellness KE, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Fatma. If you're new here, karibu sana. This is the podcast that gives you the opportunity to learn everything you need just so you can live a much better life. We're all about wellness here. We're all about emotional wellness, physical wellness, social wellness, spiritual, and so much more. And I hope you've been listening to our prior conversations with some amazing people just so you can be able to learn everything you need to make sure you get that balance in your life. And speaking of balance today is yet another amazing day we have yet another amazing guest and before i introduce our next guest i just want to remind you that you can be able to share or contribute to the conversation by clicking on the message icon on anchor all you have to do is just click on that white icon and you can write to us a message or you can leave us a voice message and tell us what you think about the conversation that we have now I want to introduce my next guest because she's someone that I've managed to speak to over the phone and this is the first time I'm getting to meet her. So I'm very happy and very excited. She is the founder of Let's Go Mental. The reason she's here is because she wants to shed some light on a very important topic, which is mental wellness. Her name is Wariemi and you can be able to communicate with Wariemi through her social media handles and I'll give them to you. On Instagram, it's at letsgomental.ke. On Twitter, go underscore mental ke. And on YouTube, yes, she has videos on YouTube. Let's go mental Kenya. Ladies and gentlemen, our hero of the week, Wariemi. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Fatima, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, thank I'm you happy for... to finally meet you. I know, we've been talking for so long and we've never gotten to meet, yeah. but I'm really happy to have met you. I'm and happy you've as also, well. And I, as I keep saying, you've also really been a blessing in my life. Aww. So I was really looking forward to thank getting you. at least to meet this Me too. blessing. Me too. I'm I'm so grateful and I'm also grateful for for you making the time because I know that everyone is trying to find balance in their lives during this time but you just sitting down just so our listeners can get to learn something is such a big thing so thank you so much for that. Thank you, thank you for having me. (laughs) All right, so I really want for you to talk to people about Mm. your mental uh, well-being and your wellness journey but before we get to that I, I have to ask you how are you doing with everything going on with the pandemic and all that, how are you doing? um okay so it's been a bit of a struggle but yet again there have been uh, quite a number of wins Mm. um when i say a struggle especially when corona first hit kenya so for me what happened i used to follow the corona news okay uh even before it hit kenya Mm. and i knew the statistics i knew which country it had hit like i was really ad obsessed over it Mm. and yes and then i remember i used to be like i hope it didn't come to africa i hope it didn't come to africa um, then now when we, we reported our first case, I my mental state just went on a downward spiral. Wow. Yeah, so I was like, oh my goodness, we're going to die. My family is going to die. My mm-hmm. friends, my, you know, there were all these things. There is no cure. There is no this. So I actually fell sick. Okay, so what happens? Um, well, of course, we'll discuss this as we go along. Yeah. But uh, I suffer from depression and anxiety disorder. Mm. So because of the 
because of too much pressure, too much negativity, all those things, I went into a relapse. Okay. Yeah, I relapsed and I was sick for about like maybe three weeks. I couldn't leave my bed, really? I couldn't do anything. Oh, yes, no. yes. Okay. So that's how it was. But then I went for therapy mm-hmm. and I started feeling now the depression now lifting. And uh, slowly, slowly I've been able to cope. Um, but one thing I've noticed is that uh, I'm not being able to manage as much stress as I probably would have if there was no corona. Oh. Yeah, so like if any other stressful thing, okay, let me give you an example. Mm. Like when I just came, I because mm. I, I, I ran late today. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, one of the reasons why I'm feeling so, I told you I'm feeling a bit confused yeah. and I don't know what is going on yeah. is because there's an incident that has happened in my life and due to the stress of the corona as well. So I'm finding myself... I don't have the bandwidth to manage too much during okay. this period. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like so, something always just tips you off and gets you to that place exactly. where you feel everything is just going down. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, okay. I feel like okay, the corona fear is gone, the anxiety mm. is gone, whatever, but it's just under under the surface, you know, just bubbling okay. under the surface. Then anything now that comes to stress me over that, yeah. then now I, it bubbles over, oh, no. so I'm finding myself struggling to cope. Yeah. Um, but it's just a day by day thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you just take the day as it comes. Yeah. If I achieve what I set to do, then I celebrate it. Mm-hmm. If I don't achieve then what I set out to do, well, of course, it's not as easy as saying, ah, okay, there's always tomorrow. But I just try my best to remind myself that you know what, okay, fine. Forgive yourself because today you weren't able to manage this. You couldn't concentrate. You couldn't focus your memory. All those things. Mm. Tomorrow, wake up and try again. So that yeah. is how I've been coping with this period. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting when you say that um, you're taking everything day by day because I feel like that is the healthiest way for anyone to yeah. live. Yeah. And so I have to commend you for that because so many people are not really at that place where they can tell themselves, okay, if today things happen, mm. then they happen. And if they don't, we have yet another day. Yeah. So that's a positive step. Mm. Also, um, I find it interesting that as human beings, we always put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Yes. And like you've mentioned, the fact that you feel pressure because you feel you ran late. But the thing is that I come from a place of understanding that whatever feeling you have, usually it's something that you are brewing up yeah, yeah? so yeah. maybe the other person doesn't feel that way they don't feel like you're you're late or mm. you've annoyed them or whatever mm. but you are cutting it so much exactly meaning you as a human being mm. you you need to get to the place where you just just give yourself a break yeah, don't I don't know. don't cut it I too know, much with I you know. because yeah. you have so much you mm. need to handle mm. in your life mm. and you're doing so many amazing things also yeah. even on your platform and people really look up to you and yeah. they look up to the fact that um, they find you relatable mm. because you're honest with everything that you're going through. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, maybe we can just talk about um, the fact that you are the founder of Let's Go Mentor. Mm. And I think um, with everything that you do there, you had to have a reason why you, you, you started everything. Yeah. So maybe you can take our listeners through that journey of how and why you started the platforms yeah. and what that's been like for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, yes, so now the reason why I started the platform 
Well, okay. So I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety in June of 2015. Okay. Um, I was in the office one day. I had actually had come from leave. I'd gone to the coast with my mom. But then while I was in the coast, like I had this, I, on Thursday, I got this extremely severe headache that mm. even with the Panadol extra, I remember I took so many painkillers and nothing, it wasn't going. Oh, wow. So we were wondering what is all this, what's going on? And then, oh, let me take you back a bit. Mm-hmm. So now um, we are going to coast with my mom because my sister had gotten married. Mm-hmm. So she got married, I think, on the 6th of June, okay. 2015. And so after that, my mom and, and I had said, we'll just go to the coast to relax. So on the day of my sister's wedding, as my sister was exchanging vows, mm-hmm. I just started, I was her best maid. So mm-hmm. I just found myself starting to shake. I had dizzy spells. I was, mm-hmm. I was, I couldn't breathe. You know, I was hyperventilating. I felt like I was going to collapse. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So even my sister, like when she was exchanging her vows, she noticed that there was something going on, wow. and so she actually even had to hold my hand mm-hmm. as she was saying her vows, and then. So in, in that whole process, I was also kind of like trying to reach at the back to see if, like I was stretching the, my hand to the back mm. to see if there's anything I can hold on to in case mm. I collapse. Oh, because you were feeling dizzy. Exactly, okay. yeah. Then now what happened, my folks noticed and they sent one of the other bridesmaids to come and replace me. And then my aunt went, got me water, she brought gl- glucose and within no time I was fine mm. and we enjoyed the afternoon. I never understood what that was. Of course, I was very embarrassed because you can imagine everyone in I the church imagine. Yeah, yeah. saw what happened and I just was not understanding. Yeah. So, and then for me at that point, I was blaming myself because I thought it was alcohol. I used to drink a lot mm. at that time. So then also I thought it was alcohol. So anyway, so the day went well, mm. finished Sunday, woke up with my mom, went to the coast. Thursday, I get this very severe, severe migraine. Then oh. Friday, I reported back to work. Mm-hmm. And we used to have this sales call every morning where you call your numbers for the next week. So you're saying you're expecting this and this and this and this. Okay. But now because I had not um, up, um, sat down with the person who had uh, who was sitting in for me, mm-hmm. I didn't have an update. But now what my manager was doing, she just kept hounding me like, I need an update, you need to give an update, you need to talk about it. And I kept telling her, I don't have an update. Yeah. Please let Emmanuel, because Emmanuel is a person who was sitting in for me, okay. do the updating. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, you need to be on top of your business. You know, it was just one of those things. And I remember now starting to get the same exact feeling I got now that Saturday. I couldn't breathe. I was shaking. I was trembling. I was sweating. I was, you know, feeling dizzy. And before I knew it, I collapsed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was rushed to hospital. We did all sorts of tests and everything was just coming back as normal, normal, normal. Yeah. And based on the fact that now, so by this time I couldn't walk. What? Yes, I couldn't okay. walk. So the doctors suggested that they were like, of course, I can't go home and they don't know what the problem is. Mm. So I was admitted for about two weeks. We did all sorts of tests, ECT, MRI, what? blood tests. Like we did so many everything. tests. Yeah, yeah, everything. And still this time I still couldn't walk, eh? remember? So like if I had to go to the bathroom, I did be supported. Initially, I had to use a bedpan. Mm. But yeah, but then I started getting better. So I would just like slowly, slowly walk to the yeah. bathroom or to shower or whatever it was. So... Then after about, so now after the two weeks, we were like, yeah. okay, now I can't, also, I can't also just be lying in a hospital. Um, let me just go home and we can keep now going to see the different professionals. Yeah. So one of the doctors that I was seeing mainly was a neurologist. And after about two months of us doing all sorts of tests, mm-hmm. then in fact, they had found like a, a mass in my nose. Mm-hmm. So we actually, I even had to go into theater 
to have that to mass have removed. removed. Yeah, okay. to have the mass removed. And so we were thinking, could it be cancerous? Mm. You know, so there were all these things. Uh, but then after everything came normal, normal, normal. So the neurologist now is the one who said that I, who diagnosed me now with depression and anxiety disorder. Mm. So of course I didn't believe him because I'm like, surely depression is where someone sits in the house and cries. Yeah. I've not been sitting in the house and crying. crying my yeah. issue here is that I have severe migraines. Yeah. I am numb on one side of my body. Mm. I'm having heart palpitation. I'm constantly trembling. So what does that have to do with depression? Mm. So I went looking for other neurologists because the main, main thing at that point was the headaches. Like it was too severe. It was, it was severe. Yeah. It was really, really bad. Yeah. So I went to see three other neurologists and they all confirmed that and you know you don't give them and you don't give them the history you just take go and tell them mm. this is what has been happening this yeah. is what and all of them confirmed it was depression and anxiety disorder what? and so i was just like fine i guess then i'll just have to accept this diagnosis so i went to see now the first neurologist introduced me to a psychiatrist mm. so um i went to see him and i did a test there's a an assessment test they give you um it's quite long it has very many questions and i think i think 50 oh, up to 100 it's a very long thing each yeah question. you have to answer each question okay and then now at the end of the report now it gives you an index so you're between say zero and five ten and whatever stuff mm. like that so i scored very highly uh, not highly in a negative way I get you. yeah so highly in a negative way and then that's when they he confirmed that i had severe depression and anxiety disorder oh. yeah so that is where now it all began mm. and once so now once i was diagnosed for me i believed that taking medication you put on medication you take it and you know just like uh, tonsils yeah you put on medication for a week you're fine and you're good to go yeah so me i was like okay bring on the medication you let's take do them this. you you'll be okay yeah me i'll be okay yeah. let's move on but turns out that actually when it comes to treatment for any mental illnesses mm. one you need patience because the medicines don't kick in immediately. They start kicking in at least after a week. I mean, after two weeks. What? Yes, they start okay. kicking in after two weeks. That's when now you probably can start saying, okay, I'm starting to feel a difference. After a month, that's when now you can actually confidently say, I actually am feeling the effects of the medication kicking in. The mm. symptoms will start reducing. So mm. it's not, I'll be waking up and probably today I'll be like, oh, today, yesterday I woke up, say, at uh, 11. Mm. Today I'm able to wake up at 10.30. Okay. The next day like that so i noticed like now i'm being able also to wake up and do things faster it and takes such a long time. it takes a very very long time mm. there's also that and then there's also the aspect of the medication it's not one size fits all mm. so they have to like put you on they say okay fine you'll start uh let's say lamictal and uh, is it called prozac prozac is what people know a lot because of movies mm. so they say we'll put you on 10 mg then um take them for a month come back and see us after a month so after the month how are you feeling are you any better are you what if you're not any better they say let's increase the dosage uh -huh. and, um, and then if this is not working maybe let's remove it from the prozac mm. and let's put you on this one let's see how it works so for me it took about six months to get to actually the right six medication months. yes yes the right medication and the right dosage mm. So those are two things now you need to do. Push okay. this, pull there, what, what, what. So that is what happens with the treatment of mental illnesses. Mm. So there needs to be a lot of patience. So you can imagine now in this period, I was not able to go back to work. Yeah. Um, so I so then at some point, I remember I, when I was staying at my mom's place, because I, I wasn't self-reliant. Yeah. So now after the second week of me taking my medicines, I remember going to my doctor and I'm like, yes, I'm good to go to work. Mm. And I remember her looking at me and she asked me, Warime, are you really sure you can go back to work? 
and I remember I just broke down and I cried and I cried and I cried and I just admitted that I'm not I can't go back to work yeah. I'm not healthy to go back to work to work yeah. so they decided to admit me so I was admitted at a mental health institution I know that sounds like such a heavy word someone mm. imagines like it's maybe a madare mm. with mad people walking out, uh, around the, the um, hospital but it's actually it's a rehab center yeah yeah so it was it's in Lavington they have this very beautiful house beautiful gardens they have table tennis um, badminton poker like you can you just it's a a place to it's just a go yeah, yeah it's a haven where you exactly okay. you know you can do what you want yeah. they cook for you the food you want like okay. you know it's not it's not very rigid so then i went to hospital i tried going back to work i couldn't so i was out for about nine months wow now my dear my story is so so long mm. but anyway so let's pause there now you see i i mentioned some symptoms severe headaches yes. numbness heart palpitations dizziness yes. um there was a teary constantly crying, crying yeah. um feelings of hopelessness and worthlessness suicidal thoughts mm. lack of appetite loss of weight you know all those things now some of these symptoms i've described to you yeah i actually noticed that i started having these symptoms in 2008 Okay. Not I was diagnosed in 2015. Mm. But in 2008, I remember as I questioned myself, I used to ask, why am I why do I feel like I don't have I'm not as confident as I used to be? Mm. Why do I feel like I'm doubting myself? Why am I always flipping from being excessively angry to crying immediately? Mm. Well, what is all this that's going on? Why am I struggling with suicidal thoughts? Mm. And um I'll be very candid and say that for me my career has always been i i started with a very good job from a very young age mm. so you can imagine by this time i was driving by the age of um was it 26 mm-hmm. was it 25 you know that's quite early by normal standards yeah, yeah. i was living in my own place in a one bedroom in a nice area in valia cave mm. you know all these things were going on for me and i used to wonder why am i being so negative and yet i have so much going on for going me going on in your life yes yeah. but then now what i got to realize was actually now after the diagnosis and all that i actually got to realize that actually i had started de- depression developing depression from 2008 So it was just getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, yes. now you go to the point where 2015 now things just couldn't Yeah, and the body the to. body couldn't take yeah. it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And you remember I mentioned about the drinking? Yeah. My way of dealing with those symptoms was to drink. Mm. Was just to drink and party hard. I used to party hard, my dear. Okay. I used to party hard, you know. And I could even drink like on a Sunday till 4 a.m. in the morning. Wow. Yes, and Monday I'm at work. Of course I'm hungover, of course I'm wand- I'm worried am I reeking am I yeah. doing all these things you know stuff like that. Of course some people used to pick but then yet again I used to be like you know what as long as I'm performing yeah forget you forget yes. what you think yeah. you know you're not my manager. So we continued like that and I tried going back to work and I, I, after I went back to work after 10 months mm-hmm. my manage- my company was very very gracious. Can you imagine who who can keep your job for 10 months? Of course. Yeah. I also had very very good colleagues because mm-hmm. they whoever they, they we were in a department of three people. Mm-hmm. So the two guys now it separated my work, mm-hmm. divided my work against oh, them. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so they used to do my work for yeah. me. Can yeah. you imagine who That's else can amazing. also extend that grace to someone for 10 months? So I went back and I tried working for about six months and one day my manager just called me aside and she said, yeah. "Chick, we can all see your train." We can all see that uh, you're trying your best. We can all but we can also all see that you're struggling. And it needs to get to a point where you just say, you know what? I need to go and take care of my mental health. Yeah, yeah. 
that was very very difficult for me that was a very very difficult conversation because i loved my job mm-hmm. it's very rare to find people saying they love their job it was very stressful of course there was the usual office politics mm-hmm. there was all this but at that point i was where i wanted to be in my career that's a company i wanted to work for, for from yeah. the time i left campus okay. and my 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 career progression was going according to how i had planned for it to go so yeah so what happened so now we we proceeded we, i so I, yeah so i said i went back to work my manager spoke to me and we agreed now i leave so i actually left after about another six months beginning of 2017 i started a business okay yeah so i was like because i can't just sit in the house of doing course, nothing you yeah. know so i started a business aside a lingerie business i mm. used to sell lingerie from the boot of my car okay but now this time i decided i looked for a location i set up my shop and now i had my shop okay so for about uh, one and a half years i struggled through that business because of course there are days i couldn't go to open the shop mm. um, i hired ladies the ones i was hiring would open them with their shop um, leave it open go for their own rounds you know stuff like that so unfortunately in now again july of 2018 because of my illness and you see i'm, a, I'm also a very trusting person mm. so i ended up trusting someone too much but they ended up playing me to the point that my business closed oh no yeah okay so that was now in july of 2018 okay so yeah so now of course i closed my things i packed up i went i stored them at my parents place and i just sat in my house i never used to leave my house i never used to eat i like i was i'd actually gone down to a size eight and then you know there's nothing as bad as losing weight because of illness yeah, it will show on your face shows, it will yeah. show on your skin you will tell that this person you just don't look not, okay yeah just when you look free yeah. you look you know but i never left the house for about one and a half months mm. something like that and now this is uh something that i usually find very hard to share but yeah. where i was staying at that point in time like i had a balcony and i'll go and stand i was on fourth floor mm. i'll go stand at my balcony at like midnight one and want to jump mm. you know i'm just like i'm so done like i can still feel it like i can mm. i can I'm, i cannot i always go back there and i shudder and i remember it was around july and that month was very very cold so i would stand at the balcony i'll be freezing and then the street lights because of the it's cold you could see the mist mm. so i used in the picture i'm trying to yeah. get to to paint for you yeah. like a horror movie you know mm. the way it's just a dark not a dark yeah it's just a dark night it's cold it's misty the street lights are reflecting the mist it's yeah. just you know so i remember i was go stand there then one morning i woke up and i had the name let's go mental mm. in my mind wow. um i forgot to mention i'm a very prayerful person okay um someone who hears from god i know there are people who don't understand that but god speaks to me um so I remember that so I'd been I kept saying I want to talk about my journey I want to talk about my journey I want to talk about my journey. Um so that day I had the name Let's Go Mental. Mm. You know? And I was like this is it like it was honestly that was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It was not just spoke to you. The Holy Spirit just, just spoke to it. me. That is it like amazing. Here this is it. This mm. is what I want you to do. Mm. And so I picked on that and I remember one of the main things or my, my thoughts at that point was since i'm not going to be alive for too long because i already knew i was going to take my life mm. but what i had said was since i'm not going to be alive for too long well when let me do this let me just start what the holy spirit has given me yeah and then 
I'll be, I'll do it. I'll save three lives, four lives. You know, like I, I never, I was not thinking anything beyond it becoming something big. Big, yeah. So three, four lives, people get treatment. Just know that you can't do this, 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 this. And then after that, I take my life. Mm. But once I started, I just started with videos, and it just has now organically taken a. A path of its own. That's amazing. I am not the one who plans. I, of course, I have plans. How mm-hmm. what content I'm going to put out there. Yeah. What I'm going to do. What I'm going to say. But uh, the main is the main the main thing that I've noticed is that it says organically growing. Mm. God sends people to me like you. Yeah. You know, mm. you really That's gave amazing. me a lot of exposure last yeah. year. Mm. I've gotten people who just decide to come and um help me do a business plan. Wow. You know, I've had people who and you can see and even as I speak now by the way my dear, I don't have a job. Mm. You know, and one of the things that I know that this is a path God wants me to take is yeah. because people are also support me. They support you. I have found people who have paid my rent. I have oh. found people who shop for me. Yeah. I have found people who just even if they are not supporting me financially, they still, they still support their, me. They are like, yeah. remember, because you see, the problem with having depression um, or any mental illness is you, you're battling with your brain. Can you imagine you as a, as a healthy person? Yeah. You also have a lot of battles in your definitely in mentally. Your yeah. yeah, mentally. Yeah. Now you can imagine you're someone now someone with a mental illness. You're battling lies of your brain. Mm. And your brain is very powerful. Yes, the brain is very powerful. I tell you something that is not true, but you can be down. Yeah, yeah. It's not true. And let me tell you, I can if 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 I want to be sick. Yeah, (laughs) you can actually actually, become sick. No, and I can actually make myself sick. Yeah, I can actually make myself sick because if I decide that I'm feeling low, say Mm. like for example today I said I don't have because of what's going on. I don't have the energy to meet Fatima. Mm. Let me just cancel yeah so i cancel all my plans yeah tomorrow i have other plans i cancel them because so then i just i i it's it's a very difficult battle Mm. um so you have to battle it you have to wake up and be like look i need to meet fatima today Mm. i need to i need to to do things i have to do things so you can imagine now with 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 all that that all that negativity yeah it's also very difficult just to keep moving yeah true Okay, so anyway, yeah, so that is basically it in a in a nutshell yeah. of what happened. And for me, as I was saying, I knew I was going to help just slowly, and it has just organically grown. Um, I can see God in my life. Yeah. Um, as I said, in fact, even today morning, I woke up and I was like, God, Lord, my rent, because oh. I've not paid my rent for June. I understand you, and a lot of people are going through the same thing. Yeah. So that's why this is why I tell you, like, sometimes we we think that everything is just going wrong or bad and then we don't realize also everybody else is in the same yeah in the same boat yeah, so yeah. it's really i mean it's so for me i would say it's so encouraging to mm. hear you speak about your story and you speak about it boldly yeah. because someone else will probably not be here now mm. yeah mm. and you've still managed to and you still manage to keep on pushing yeah so that's such a positive thing and also mm. the fact that you find support should tell you that this is your purpose yeah because i believe that when something is for you there will be ease yeah you will not find difficulty in doing mm. it in mm. speaking about it so this is definitely what you were supposed to do everything yeah. that you happened is was actually leading you to to let's go yeah. mentor yeah and i think maybe right now we can just um 
move on to the next question because okay. I think you've already shared the mm. signs and symptoms that one should look should look out for mm. for them to know that maybe there's something going on with yeah. them mentally. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Um. So, what would you say is the best way to deal with your mental um, health issues? Yeah. And. If something has worked for you, can you share so that people can learn? Okay. And do you know of anything else that people can 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 um, can use so that yeah. they can heal themselves mentally? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're asking in terms of someone who already has a mental illness? Or yes. Some, okay. Someone who already has a mental illness. Yeah. Okay. So um, first, I just need to tell them that it's difficult. Mm. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say, yeah. oh. We have done it. You can do it. No, it is a very difficult journey. And the first thing that you need to remind yourself is that you're not a failure. It is not your fault that yeah. you have this mental illness. Mm -hmm. Mental illnesses are caused by um, two things. Well, not two things, but yeah, two things then broken down into different categories. But there's biological mm. and there's uh, situational. Okay. So biological is is hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the aspect of hereditary mm -hmm. or your body is not producing enough serotonin, for example, for the case of people in with a depression, mm -hmm. you know. Um, then there's also the fact of the situational or circumstantial. Mm -hmm. You lost a loved one, you lost your job, trauma. you lost whatever, trauma, yes. all those things, you know, sexual assault, yeah. all those things. So and if you went through that, mm. don't blame yourself for saying that I'm weak because so and so has gone through this. Mm. And how come them they have managed and I'm not and managed? Yeah, it yeah. is who you are. Mm. It is your it's your makeup, it's your chemistry, it's your whatever. Let's go back to you talking about me being late. Yeah. There are other people who would have got walked in, probably yeah. not even apologize. Yeah. You know? True. Uh, but for me, it, it I carry it and I'm like, you, yeah. oh my God, I've delayed Fatima. Yeah. How can I do this? You know, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So it is not your fault. It mm. is just your makeup. And now that you're here right now, first thing is um, surround yourself with positive people. Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be people, it can be one person. Mm -hmm. And also people need to remember that you can even have your spouse, but your spouse is not supportive. Yeah, It's something very difficult to deal with. I have had to deal with uh, my mom not... She, she's supportive, yes. When I'm yeah. sick, she'll be there, whatever. But for her, she's always believed this is an attack from the devil. Okay. You know? So even being able to address with her, mm. be able to genuinely be like, look, I'm sick because of ABCD yeah. has been difficult. She okay. will take me in, she'll take care of me, she'll nurse me back to health, whatever. But she just, it only took her, beginning of this year, hearing a story from someone else. And now seeing, and now that, seeing that it's possible that it could be. Exactly. Oh my yeah. goodness. So if, if your loved one or the closest person to you is not being supportive, mm. don't blame them. It's also a very hard thing for them to understand. understand yeah. True. Think about the confusion you yourself you're going through. Mm. Now imagine someone else who's watching you. It's very difficult for them to understand, you know. So if if your spouse, your loved one, your brother, your sister is not understanding you, it is okay. Mm. You'll always find one, two, three people who that can are be going to understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So be, uh, look for the supportive people. Be open with them. Tell them, look, when I get into this space, this is how you can help me in yeah. one, two, three ways. Yeah, you know. Because, you know, if, if you don't do that, it gets irritated. First of all, you forget what 
can be done to you to help you get out of that place when you're in that dark space. Mm-hmm. So tell them, look, when I get into this place, please, A, B, C, D. For me, it's my neighbor because, you see, we interact with my neighbor very often. Wow. Yes. That's nice. Yes, we interact with my neighbor very often. And I've told him, if you see A, B, C, D, yeah. if you hear me starting to talk in this and this mm. way, just know that. I'm going into a relapse. Point oh. it out to me or just tell me, you know. Yeah. So she's a, he's able to tell. Okay. So be open with someone. Mm. Number 3, what connect with your connect with your creator. Mm. Whatever it is that you believe in, you know, Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, just connect, your spirituality yeah, should your be spirituality awakened. Should be you. awakened. Yeah, it's yeah. very difficult. Mm. Um, for me I know as much as I said I have a very strong relationship with God. Yeah. I still have my moments of being angry with him. Mm-hmm. I still have my moments of not wanting to pray. Yeah. But when I'm in a good space, I'm just reminded that you know what? There's a purpose for this. True. You're working this for a reason, right? Number four, a, a diet. Mm-hmm. Diet is so so important wow. for mental health. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sugary foods, processed foods, mm. um starch, carbohydrates, coffee especially coffee if you're someone with anxiety mm-hmm. avoid that with sugar avoid that you wow, know because yes. these are stimulants yeah these are stimulants yeah. exactly so and you need to keep your brain fresh mm-hmm. you know you need so and then you know even just think about it generally even when you eat a lot of wheat say you eat a lot of chapoy yeah. a lot of cake or whatever yeah. you end up feeling heavy you do so imagine what it's doing to your brain your brain will become sluggish it oh becomes slow it does all that same thing with sugars take sugar get a spike. spike yeah and then you drop yeah now can you imagine if you're already unwell your brain is already imbalanced oh my gosh and then you're doing all these That's, things to your brain that makes a lot of sense yes yeah so diet if you have um anxiety avoid mm. coffee um caffeinated drinks like the red bulls you mm. know things like that avoid such things you know um fifth one is workout okay working out is very 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 important we love that and it's great working out does not mean that you have to be a gym and have a six pack and, and have lift a six pack and do whatever <laughs> no 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 if you can even do a 30 minute walk yeah at your pace mm. to clear your mind if you can there's a lot there are a lot of youtube videos now yeah. on workouts mm. pick one two three mm. just do a workout give yourself say say 30 minutes in a day actually they know even for physical health yeah. they normally say at least 30 minutes in a day is good, good enough, enough yeah. you know so if you have to do three times a day so working out is also very important mm. therapy key 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 self therapy is very key because mm-hmm. you need to go see your doctor you need to process what it is that you're struggling with mm-hmm. you need to understand and i've noticed that there are times when i go for therapy you know because people think that therapists give you answers Mm. They don't. They just guide you with questions. Yes. They lead you with questions. They apply certain theories with your different situation and you'll find as you start talking you're like, "Oh yeah. Maybe so I should do this." Clarity to yes. You. Okay. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do this. So if you feel like you cannot cope, mm. just go for therapy. Mm. People many very many people say therapy does not work. It mm. works. Mm. Have, if if maybe you feel it hasn't worked, maybe try change your doctor. Maybe try and change your perception. Or your approach when yeah. you're going in because yeah. you see you can go in and be like why do i have to talk to someone why do mm-hmm. i have to share with someone my issues why do i have to do this you know go in there with an open mind therapy is very very key mm-hmm. and then if you're on medication if you have to take medication just take it it taking medication is let me tell you my dear i take medication every morning and every evening i hate it mm-hmm. i hate it like i hate it i 
literally sometimes balanced tears mm. having to take those medication okay because you see as i mentioned to you when we started it's like you know it's not like uh when you get a tonsils yeah or you have a headache you take a pill and it's and gone. then it's gone yeah but for us now it has to be a every day every day every day then there are those days you'll wake up you're feeling down or you'll be down for like two weeks you know it's so discouraging and then i remember like yesterday um i was like wow the past three weeks i've been feeling better maybe i should try to take myself off the medication mm. that is what happens that is actually what happens with people with mental illnesses when you go for a long period of time and you're like you're not sick you're like hmm, I, think i think i can I'm actually fine. do without these medications yeah. but then what you do is you take them yourself off them without the doctor's advice you end up going into a relapse oh, no. i did that last year i was same thing i was feeling good i'm like i'm fine i'm whatever yeah. i went into a relapse i was admitted for two weeks by the time i actually now said i've gained my energy to start operating again yeah. it took two months okay yeah so if you have to take your medication take your take medication yeah. so that is what basically i can wow. i can say that's amazing yeah. thank you so much for that because mm. i feel like most people now have an understanding and they can also know uh, what they need to do just yeah. to get back on track yeah? Yeah. yeah and would you say that there's a stigma or shame towards there it? is definitely a major stigma okay. there's still a lot of stigma in the society and that's one of the reasons why for me i decided every other than being led by the holy spirit yeah. and before when i was saying i wanted to share my story yeah. is that people can know look this thing actually exists yeah. this thing is real when you have a family member who is struggling with mental illnesses and you're like oh they are pretending or they are seeking attention that's not the case this person is sick and you know i always keep asking guys that do you think that person who is struggling enjoys being where they are yeah that's the question though yeah Would somebody really enjoy being low enough to exactly. not want to live anymore exactly they wouldn't no one yeah. no one wants to be there yeah but then now and you see and that's also something else because also with mental illnesses it's very difficult to know what the issue is because yes. it's, it's always uh, misunderstood as lazy mm. he, she's not aggressive mm. she's not the she just wants to be taken care of but that's not the case that's just the nature of the condition yeah yeah Well, yeah. I think that the fact that you even mentioned that I mm. hope that it's going to help yeah. so that people can have a better understanding and they can be a bit kinder yeah. um to anyone that's going through something mm. like that mm. because I remember looking at um no watching some videos of of uh, people discussing their their mental health issues and mm. um the comments underneath some yeah. people were not very nice yeah. they were just I've been told I've been told that uh, the time when now when I was still working yeah. I've been told that I was on cocaine and heroin oh no I had a cocaine and heroin addiction yeah. that is why I was behaving the way I was behaving oh no um this this is a lot of stigma there is a lot mm. of um even people not because i've been looking for a job mm. like to be honest i know i'm working my purpose yeah but you see there's also this other thing of let me work my purpose while i can pay my bills stability. every month yeah that's stability mm. you know um yeah so sorry what was the question again um no no i was just saying that yeah. the fact that most people do get to comment negatively oh, yes, yes. Um, on someone yeah, who has yeah. shared their story yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that yeah because yeah, i also have a friend who tells me that she, he used to have a manager who would ask him questions like because he was very open about his condition yeah, yeah. and ask, when he does with mess up or delays on something yes. the manager would be like wewe umekunywa dawa yako leo or in english you have you taken your medication yeah. today you know um personally i've been dumped 
mm. because of that stigma yeah you know um so the the stigma is really there and what That's we are so trying sad. to do with let's go mental yeah. and other organizations that we're getting together yeah. with yeah. is to reduce the stigma in the society mm-hmm. and you know there are two sort of stigmas there's mm. the stigma from the society and then there's also self stigma oh no because you get to take yourself through worse yeah more so, than what someone else can exactly, make you go through exactly because yeah. you're like okay um i'm weak what i mentioned earlier i'm weak i'm not a strong person i did this to myself mm. i will not uh, surround myself with people because i'm this sick person i am this i am this so you know you self stigmatize yourself yeah, yeah. so you isolate yourself you your self esteem is uh, affected you know all those things so mm. that's why even i was saying earlier like if don't think this is your fault mm. and you know once this stigma is lifted it makes treatment easier um so you you people have the confidence of getting treatment early yeah you don't the self stigma you you are able to identify and say look i have a stomach ache the same way you say i have a stomach ache and i need to go to hospital exactly it's the same way we need to say my mental health is not okay mm, i need, need to, to go, go to, to hospital. hospital yeah that is what having no stigma means that it's just a normal illness that i need yes. to go to hospital yes yeah that's amazing i mean mm. i pray that we get to that place where people can be can be able to understand that mm. because that is the first step because yeah. every time we sit at home you watch the news mm. you see that there are so many people who are who are they do have mental health issues because mm. no one can just wake up in the middle of the night exactly. and just take the life of their children mm. or to do something that is so that means there's something there yeah. that they did not deal with mm. and then eventually it erupted exactly. and then they went and you know did yeah. something that was horrific yeah. so i feel like that is such a powerful message and mm. i thank you for that i hope that people get to that place where they can be able to understand themselves mentally yeah. balance yeah. their emotions mm. and it's the first step towards yeah. getting yeah. better yeah. now i want to talk about and a then, post sorry, oh sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> one last thing i want to yeah. say is that you know i've also one other thing that i want to really encourage people who are listening yeah. whether yeah. you have a mental illness or not mm. try and get to learn about mental illnesses yeah. there are so many videos out there there's a lot of google i i have a friend who was recently diagnosed and he was put on medication okay. and the first thing i told him to do is go and google about this medication yeah go and find out what they do what are the side effects what are they supposed to do mm-hmm. get to understand them you yeah. know yeah. so in the very same way people need to now start finding out researching what is mental health what does it entail what does yeah. it come because you see also i see a lot of posts on social media mm-hmm. like there's a video that resurfaced again of this matatu that lost control oh. and went into a petrol station okay and someone was like you see mental mental illness is real people take care of yourself so there there are so many comments of mental illness is real and mm. you, clearly that is not mental, mental health, health yeah. related mm. you know so what i'd like to tell people is also don't keep jumping at any situation it's like that's and, a mental and, illness yeah, that's yeah. a mental illness it's not every situation that it's a mental illness okay. so if you get to understand then mm. you're able to know and to identify I and also you. able to identify for yourself and for people around you yeah. not for others mm. you know because and we're always so quick to look at others but not look at ourselves, ourselves and those ones around you true yeah. and when yeah. you understand and mm. the best way to understand is to do the research exactly. as you say exactly. so you watch the videos you learn everything yeah. that you need to mm. and then you can now now when you make a comment yeah. it's actually an informed one yeah. as opposed to just exactly. saying something out yeah. of yeah. out of nowhere yeah. all right so you've talked about social media which will lead us to this particular question mm-hmm. um your recent um ig post 
uh, has talked about government and the allocation of i feel like um our government has not necessarily given much thought mm -hmm. towards um, mental health mm -hmm. of Kenyans. Mm -hmm. Do you have, maybe you can tell us a little bit about that and do yeah. you feel like there's hope and things can get better? Mm, I, yes, I do believe that there's hope mm. um, because I think this task force was formed, there's a task force that was formed by the president mm. last year was it November mm -hmm. so they got psychologists and top psychologists and psychiatrists in Kenya to collect um, data and information from different mental health stakeholders okay so they had been doing that in different counties just to get to know what is going on in the mental health space mm. so we got so many people representing in fact I also spoke uh, I also did a presentation to the task okay, force. Wow. Yeah, just giving my recommendations on what I feel and what I believe. Mm -hmm. And so they went back, they compiled, compiled the report, but then with COVID, it went quiet. Mm -hmm. But one thing I've noticed is they have now released the report okay. with their findings of what they found. Mm -hmm. And yes, the government is actually starting to do something about it. Thank God. There are so many things that need to be implemented, um, especially when it comes to treatment in different um, treatment facilities mm -hmm. so yeah different uh, treatment facilities so I, I believe they are actually starting to do something and mm -hmm. the fact that even they are following up because even yesterday we had our first call mm -hmm. with the task force team Oh, yeah, so we okay. had uh, Dr. Frank Jenga. He's been known for years. Yes, I know him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a Dr. Oscar Gidua, uh -huh. Professor, he's called Atweli, I think. Um, yeah, so there were photo doctors. So now, yesterday, they actually had a Zoom session just to brief us on what oh. is happening, what are the next steps that needs to be taken. Yes. And we'll actually be having these calls every Tuesday. Mm. Yeah. So definitely, Amazing. yes, the government is has recognized there's a problem and something needs to be done now the question is yeah we know our government mm -hmm. will they actually do something implement or will it be yes or will it just be talk talk zoom sessions this mm -hmm. that 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 but in terms of identifying yes i do agree they've mm -hmm. done that and i'm really really hoping especially for treatment yeah mental health treatment is very expensive yeah it's very very expensive okay going for a therapy session is about um for a, a, a decent place is about three five Three thousand five hundred. Yes, and yes. how long is that session? So one hour. One hour. Yes. For that amount of money. Exactly. So and you know on. you have to keep going. Yeah. It's not like it's just one doctor visit. You have to yes. keep going. You know. And not so like everyone now, is at that yeah, place where they can afford. Yeah. That. Like so, for, like for me in my case, and thank God I had insurance. Yeah. Uh, initially, I used to have to go three times a week. Hmm. Yeah. I used That's to have to go three times in yes, one week. Yes, it is. But thank God I had a good insurance company. Yeah. Yeah. But well, even, you know, there's one thing that you've even mentioned. Mm. For me, like the fact that I was unwell before, and yes, I used to spend money on on, on, on my health yeah. because most of these doctors used to say, oh, I can treat you, but then I don't take insurance. Yeah. So I would spend a lot of money. Yeah. But here's the thing. Even if I had that money, yeah. I still just didn't feel like spending it exactly. in that way because exactly. I could use the money to do other things. Mm. So even if you can't afford it or you do have the insurance, yeah. you really just don't want to be exactly. sick. You know, like yeah. you, so th that's why I feel like it's so important mm. that it's good that people like you are in that space so yeah. that you can really keep them on their toes, mm. the government, so that they can implement yeah. everything that they're saying they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, and that way more people can be able to come out and mm. see that there's hope that mm. they can be helped. Because yeah. imagine someone just hearing it's 3,100. They'll imagine. just be like, I'll just deal with my problems. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So you see, those are some of the things. Can mm. Imagine Nairobi, 
the only facility we have currently is Madare. Okay, Although yeah. There's Madare and there's Bagathi Hospital oh, as well. Oh, Bagathi also. Yeah, we provide okay. mental health uh, treatment. Yeah. Both of them, I think consultation is 500 bob. Okay. Yeah. But now, okay, fine, we have that in Nairobi. But mm. then now what about Embo? Other counties. counties. Yeah. What about Kisumu? True. What about where are people getting treatment mm. from, you know? So that's something we really, we are trying to push with the government to oh, yes. get this um, treatment available in level 3, level 4, level mm. 5. Yeah, hospitals, hospitals, yeah? Yeah. Mm. So we, we really hope, we are really pushing for that. And there's also another policy for me. I'm, I really want the government to make a change in is the one for suicide. Mm. Suicide in Kenya is a crime. Yeah. And we really want to get to a point where suicide is no longer a crime. So but suicide in Kenya is a crime. It's a crime. And if you wow. attempt suicide and you um, don't succeed, yes. you're arrested and taken to jail. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You're actually arrested and taken to jail. So this is someone who is sick. They need medical treatment. They don't Why need... would you take them to jail yeah. instead of finding out exactly. what's making them want exactly. to commit suicide? Exactly. It's a wow. chemical criminal offense. So that's one of four. For me personally, as Let's Go, as Warrior Let's Go Mentor, mm. that's one of the policies that I really want to make a change in. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, do let us know how people can be able to support that. Because yeah. um, if, if there's a call to action, we need to give it to everyone else so yeah. that they can know how they can also support that. Yeah. Because I feel you've, you've actually dropped a bomb on mm. us. I mm. did not know yeah. that it is actually a crime yeah, to a commit crime. suicide in Kenya. Mm, wow. Is. So, yeah. I, I mean, I pray for us to get to a place where things will get better. Yeah. And, and we, can, we can literally just say that this is a, a country that is inclusive of mm. everyone going yeah. through whatever it is that they're going yeah. through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So um, here's another question. I really mm. want to know about any organization or support groups that our listeners can know of so that yeah. me, if you can recommend them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and then they can be able to get help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, in terms of support groups that have been set up, yeah. Um, I, at the moment, you know, the mental health space in Kenya and people starting to talk about mental health is mm. a new space. Yeah. Um, so what you'll do is you'll find that there are small, small support groups here and there. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, with Let's Go Mental, yes. I have my own small WhatsApp support group Amazing. when I talk to other people, uh -huh. the other small WhatsApp group. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to now, there's the treatment aspect. Yeah. We have um, organizations like uh, Mental360, they're called mm -hmm. Mental360. Okay. They provide free counseling. Uh, we have another one called Basic Needs Watch. They wow. also have a toll-free toll line as well. So you can do that. There's a Red Cross who also mm -hmm. have a toll-free line. Um, I will, will, I'll give you, I, I, I think, I don't know how we'll give it to the listeners. It's okay. You give I don't it to me and then numbers. I'll post on the social media Yeah, Yeah, because yeah. I don't have their numbers No okay. problem. So that they can also get from Red Cross. Yeah. There's also an organization called Befrienders as well. Befrienders, Yeah, wow. Befrienders okay. as well. Though that one is not free. Mm. Um, I mean, you, you, you'll you have to call. Mm. So, of course, you need airtime to Air call Airtime, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then we have an, a couple of other online platforms. We have Inuka. Mm. Uh, Inuka charge about 600 bob for a session. A session. It's, it's an online app. Okay. Um, which other app can I think of? So top of mind, those, that is what I can think of. Amazing. But of course, now after this, I can definitely share with you more Not resources. Not a problem. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. I mean, those are, I mean, already people at least know that there's a, a place you can go. Yeah. You can get help. Yeah. If, if it's free consultation or if you mm want to spend a little bit of money you can still yeah. be able to get help yeah and you'll be 
really surprised because I would get so many messages through my social media platforms. People mm-hmm. just saying, what can I do? I feel like I have an addiction or what can I do? I feel like I'm depressed and yeah. they really do not know where to go. Yeah. So it's so good that you've given yeah. us this information. Now people can can, can look forward yeah. um, to yeah. better days. And they can also even like for initial, yeah. just for that initial um uh, can I say call it counseling or yes. advice or yes, whatever? Yes, yes. They can always reach out to me. Awesome. Yeah. So that yeah. now even I know if it says you said someone with addiction. Yeah. Then I can tell you. Okay, fine. I think the best person to speak to is, is so and that, so. Yeah. This is how you can go about it. If say you're going through, I don't know, loss of finances or a job, yeah. I can tell you probably speak to this person, yeah. handle it this way, stuff mm, like that. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for even just <laughs> putting yourself out there. I mean, that's why I feel like you were made to do this. You yeah. were born for it. So. I pray that even your path just clears. That way you can just fully focus on it and keep yeah. blessing people yeah. with everything that yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Um, I have a few more questions. You've already told us about the numbers and hotline mm. um, and that there are some that are toll free, others you can pay. Mm. Um, the, the next question I think is such a um, a, a personal question. Yeah. I want to ask you where you are right now mentally, and yeah. if there's something that has gotten you there, what is it? Are you are you in a good place, or yeah. is it shifting? Mm. And what what helps you to stay afloat? Okay, so it's shifting. Okay, and uh, that's the nature of the condition. The nature of the condition, and especially the fact that I was diagnosed severely depressed. Okay. So the nature of the condition is such that I can't. Uh, um, what do you say? I can't. There are times like I, I have to. I get into the bad phases or mm. the the dark phases and stuff like okay. that. So and it's normally a different like. Every situation is always different, and every dark moment is different. Yes. You know, um, like I know. Let me give an example. The last time I was having suicidal thoughts, what kept me from acting on that was because I was like, "But I want to have children." Mm. You know, okay. so that is what stopped me from okay. going from acting on it. Mm. Previously, it was, um, but I'm a mental health advocate. If I do this. What will people think? What will people think? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a source of strength for so many people. Mm. So why would I want to break people's hearts? Mm. So I stop. So there are always different, different, different things, different situations. Yes. As I said, there's um, support support group. I have a very, very. There's one friend specifically who has taken the time to understand the condition to the letter. In fact, I normally call her uh, Daktari. Nice. Yeah, because I'm like she's she's a lawyer and doctor, so I'm yeah. like honorable doctor. I mean, you? you know, because <laughs> she's understood she's, everything. She's understood everything, letter, and even yeah. when I tell her I'm, I'm unwell, yeah. she will ask me questions like, "So what happened? What Amazing. did you think about it?" She's yeah. able to do that. So even her having her as a support system is really, really mm. amazing to me. Of course, there's the prayers I mentioned, but let me just be honest. And any listener out there, mm. it is okay to have. It is okay not to feel like you want to pray. Yeah. Because you see that's something else that beats us down. You're like, mm. what's wrong with me? Why can't I pray? God will punish me. Imagine it's also okay. Yeah. He understands. He, he sees does. your heart. He does. He sees your heart. Yeah. It's not your actions. He mm. sees your heart. Mm. So, yeah. So, basically, in a nutshell, it's always been different, different situations yeah. that have actually gotten me out of a, a dark space. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, right now, where I'm at, what I'm doing right now is uh, I discovered a, a YouTube channel called Grace for Purpose. Wow. Yeah. 
So right now, I just keep the TV running on in the background, even if I'm not sitting to listen, mm -hmm. but just running in the background. So yeah. I've noticed for me, it's actually keeping me positive. I'm feeling Amazing. good. I'm giving all Amazing. that. So it's always, it's different, different things yeah. that help me. I'm so happy yeah. to hear that. I, I'm happy to hear that you keep seeking all the positivity in the world. And mm. I pray that you keep staying in that path. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just wish you um, the best yeah. in everything that you do, in your health Thank you. and, and, and your, your career yeah. and everything. Because I know that um, the reason why for me I started Wellness K is because I feel people need to really understand the balance, um, wellness balance, mm. because it's a will. Mm. You have to balance everything. You, if you... If you don't have a job, you can be stressed enough that it affects you mentally. Mm. And then you, there's an imbalance between your physical, your financial, your yeah. emotional. So seeking the balance, not necessarily finding it, mm. but just the fact that you, you, you are acting towards seeking it yeah. already is a win. Yeah. So I feel like the fact that you are heading there, mm. you're always seeking that positivity is already a win. Yeah. So thank yeah. you so, so very much. Thank and I'm so you. grateful for us to have this time and yeah. to sit down to finally meet. Yeah. Um, we've come to the end of our interview yeah. and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that you've given us information that we wouldn't have gotten anywhere and yeah. you've given it to us firsthand yeah. so i'm forever grateful for yeah. that Thank and you. um we've already given the social media handles but mm. maybe you can give them to the listeners again for yeah. twitter instagram and youtube okay yeah so if you want to find me i am on uh, instagram under the name let's go mental.ke mm -hmm. on twitter it's go underscore mental ke and on YouTube, it's Let's Go Mental Kenya. Awesome. So that's where you can find me on the stage. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, that is Wariemi, and she is the founder of Let's Go Mental. Today, she has shared her story, and she is our hero of the week. And we are so grateful for her time and everything that she shared with us. Remember, you can be able to communicate with us through our social media handles at well underscore SKE on Instagram, Wellness with Fatma on Instagram, at KE Wellness on Twitter. Twitter and not forgetting Wellness KE on Facebook. My name is Fatma. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next time. Bye.